Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey, welcome back. This is Ryan once again. And this is Lucas. And today's topic, we're going to talk about the host protection uh, insurance, uh, as it's referred to by Airbnb, or the host guarantee, um, as they call it. What is it? What does it cover? Um, What does it not cover? When will it come into play and when won't it? Um, We do have a little experience with this. Uh, One of us has a pretty major experience with this. And um, isn't that right, Lucas? You've uh, you've gotten into that pretty heavy. Yeah, I have a uh, I have a pretty high damage claim that we'll talk about. We'll go through just in case you know there's there's a lot of people out there that just haven't experienced something like that. And I know it's always a question like you know what do I do if something major happens? Right. Well, we will go through that. I'll get to it. But first, we're going to explain what the host guarantee is, what it does, and how it can protect you as a host. Yeah. So when you first get into the business. Um, and you hop on the Airbnb website or app and you say, I'm going to go ahead and create a listing. Um, Airbnb likes to wrap their their big arms around you and give you a hug and say, hey, don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. You know, did you know that we've got a million dollars of coverage uh, for you? Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, you know, but we, we've actually had a whole episode about filing claims. And that episode was more geared toward uh, small time stuff like... Somebody ruined a, a sheet set or a rug or a coffee table. When do you ask for some money back? And those are things that are basically resolved in mediation. We're not talking about those kind of small, um, you know, I don't, I don't mean to minimize those instances. They happen. They're important. They can affect your bottom line. We are talking about um, a guest that perhaps uh, ripped a handle off of a bathtub, Okay. And the water's leaking in the wall, and it's going down to the basement or another floor, wrecking drywall. This is the kind of scale we're talking about. Um, you know, did they? <laughs> do you allow parking in the garages at your property, and did they just maybe, for instance, drive into the pillar of the garage? That's the kind of thing we're talking about. Yeah. Um, thankfully, neither of those things have happened to me. I'm just making them up. Um, so, host protection insurance um, versus the host guarantee. Two different terms thrown around. The host protection insurance, if we want to be really clinical here, uh, straight from Airbnb's website. And, and by the way, do not take this episode as a comprehensive explanation of someone else's insurance policy that we're describing from Airbnb. We are giving you an overview, and we strongly recommend that you as a host go read every single piece of information on their website that they provide. Uh, including the comprehensive program summary that they invite you to download when you research the topic on their help section. But from an overview, what is host protection insurance? It says it is a liability insurance program, and it may provide up to a million dollars in liability coverage for a host's legal responsibility to a guest or third party that gets hurt or has their property damaged due to an incident related to an Airbnb stay. So what does that mean? Well, when they refer to a guest or a third party. Third party could be the actual building owner if you're doing rental arbitration like I do uh, in some of my listings. So I'm not the actual owner of the building, but I'm the manager of the building. I'm the one listing the property. I'm the one hosting the guests. But I would have a liability to this third party 
if one of my guests had done something major. That's kind of what that language means there. Um, the host legal responsibility to a guest. That's kind of self-explanatory, but let's just say it super quick. That's obviously your responsibility to a guest if they get hurt in your listing. Um, that can happen for a number of reasons. You know, let's say you don't have a handrail properly on a, on a staircase, things of that nature. Um, just an example I just, I'm making up, but you know, they could slip on a stair, you could fail to put salt down on a sidewalk, that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and I, I just want to also point out too that do not count on this as a liability policy over the whole property in the first place. You ought to have proper insurance outside of this as well. Because if, the, if you get into it with Airbnb, insurance adjusters love drawing lines in the sand and saying, well, that, that part is not our responsibility, this part is. And they like to put you on the opposite side of that line, so to speak, right? Where it's like, not our deal. You should have had a policy for that. So make sure you do have the proper insurance and you'll need to consult with your local insurance agent that handles all your policies for property and coverage um, to get the correct policy. That's really important. Um, so the, uh, the process generally is that you, you do an intake form, the insurer appoints an adjuster, and then they review the claim, and then the claim is investigated, um, and then a decision is made. Um, that's a real glossy overview. Um, Airbnb uses two different terminologies. They talk about the host protection insurance, and then they talk about the host guarantee. The host guarantee is just a terminology they throw around that, that covers, I guess the right way to say it would be, it's their friendlier wording describe the insurance policy well that's the thing is most hosts don't know that host protection insurance is a thing i know i didn't i thought everything was covered under the host guarantee so during during my debacle uh, with this massive damage claim i thought i was filing everything through the host guarantee uh, it turns out no you're not um, host protection insurance is used to cover communal areas especially in a condominium so any hallways or community areas that are shared that's what that would cover, as well as neighboring units. If you damage neighboring units, which in this case we did, that's what that covers. And the thing is, is the host protection insurance does not go through Airbnb. I repeat, it does not go through Airbnb. You file the intake form, and Airbnb has a policy with Generali Global. Generali is the same policyholder for VRBOs, vacation rental insurance. So as soon as you file that form, you get an Airbnb person assigned to you who then assigns it to an adjuster at Generali, and they don't want to work with you. They do not work with the first party. You are considered the first party. You should not be working with them in any capacity is what I learned. Um, not even checking in. It is the person's unit that you damaged or communal area uh, that damaged, whether that's In other words, they want to work with the owner. They want to work with whoever got damaged, not you that caused the damage. Um, they, they need now you personally, you, you're... Yeah, they you're, didn't want to work with me on the damage claims. Right. They wanted to work with the other people that we damaged. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's a process there. But the host guarantee covers your particular unit that you're hosting, nothing else. Right, okay, okay. So in other words, um, in a scenario where there's a multi-unit building, which is very common in the Airbnb world, um, I don't know the stats on it, but I would venture a guess there's more multi-unit buildings with Airbnbs in them than there is standalone houses. Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah. in these communal situations, if if water or um, you know, God forbid, fire, smoke, etc., were to get into another unit above, below, or, or aside of you, um, they actually want to deal with that homeowner yes. instead of you. 
Okay. You file the intake form, and so you'll put the information of that homeowner down, and they'll reach out to that homeowner um, and start handling the claim with them. Okay, so that's what Airbnb's insurance is all about. Um, what is VRBO's coverage? You know more about that. Yeah, VRBO has a, a much smaller policy than Airbnb does, although a little bit easier to work with. Um, they have a policy called CSA. Uh, you have the guest. Uh, I don't. I have no idea. Okay. None. It's the company. Got, CSA, oh, gotcha. Generally, yeah. Got so uh, CSA is generally uh, they're kind of one and the same. Um, you have the guest purchase a damage protection policy. Um, you can set the limit, so you can have the guest pay $59. That will cover you for $1,500. You can have the guest pay $79. That will cover you for $3,000. Or you can have the guest pay $99, and that will cover you for $5,000 in coverage. Or you can scrap the property damage coverage altogether, and you can charge them a security deposit. Now, one, guests do not like to pay large security deposits because it's... Uh, historically accurate that some guests don't get those security deposits back even if they didn't do any damage and they don't really have a way to recollect you know go back after you for anything so it's just a big turn off to guests when they have to pay a large security deposit so vrbo has actually changed in recent years where they do not let you charge both um, you can only pick one or the other i do for all my properties the 99 dollars for five thousand no, I'll tell you right now. And that's every booking through every or, every booking. Uh, yeah, every booking gets covered for five thousand dollars in coverage. I'll tell you right now, the damage claim that we're going to talk about was well over five thousand dollars, and in that case with VRBO, um, I'm kind of screwed. Uh, I can go after CSA and and generally and get five thousand dollars, but that doesn't cover even a fraction. You know, it just covers a fraction of what what the damage claim was for. So thank God the listing uh, wasn't on Airbnb. The booking wasn't through Airbnb or was it through VRBO. Um, but that's it. Uh, with VRBO, you know, you need to look into other insurance options. Uh, Safely is a great one to add additional coverage uh, to your property and yourself because what you'll learn is $5,000 does cover the majority of things, uh, but you are not covered for that massive disaster that uh, unfortunately does happen uh, out of the blue when you're least expecting it. And so you really need to get yourself covered uh, for additional coverage on that, whether through your own homeowner's policy or just use Safely as a vacation rental insurance. So Safely is a, is a rider you add on to every reservation. Yes. And companies yep. like it. There's, there's a lot of them available. Yep. Safely is the one that you're familiar with and we're going to talk about. Um, so what does it cost? What does Safely cost? Is it is it a, totally. is there options? Is it per reservation there's a price? Uh, no, it depends on your area. Is my understanding? It depends. You gotta you gotta go through their onboarding team. They have a set minimum for three nights. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's like I think mine is forty five dollars for the first three nights, and then it drops off to ten dollars and fifty cents per night after that. Okay. Um, and so what I do is I charge guests one hundred and twenty five bucks. Okay. And and then I cover their reservation and safely will only cover a reservation for 30 days. But as you can see, that starts to get really, really, really expensive, mm -hmm. you know, because for 30 days, you're looking at $300. Mm -hmm. So I really try to keep those reservations to 10 or less and not okay. take on the big ones. Right. Um, so that safely can cover. But in the event that I do get a big one, it's typically a husband, wife, older couple. And, and then I just allow it to process through CSA. And we just go with the $5,000 in coverage because what are the chances that... Uh, so you're using it uh, when you use it. You're using it on a per basis, per, per case basis. Yeah. We say, okay, it's spring break. <laughs> Making this up. Or it's bike week. 
And there's a really mm-hmm. high chance in Daytona Beach that you're going to get some party in and maybe a different kind of demographic. In the, you in could the... use it that way. I don't. I use it per reservation. So if your reservation's too big, I'm I. You only paid 125, so then I would be out 270 on the back end if I put your reservation in for 30 days. Mm-hmm. You know, they only cover me for up to 29 nights oh, gotcha, consecutively. Gotcha. But I don't want to be on the back end paying that, and my owners don't want to be on the back end paying that when they also have additional coverage from VRBO or Airbnb. Right. But right. we do go re-register every single guest if they're under a 10-night minimum. Mm-hmm. If they're under 10 nights, we take that $125. Mm-hmm. We push them into an additional coverage. Got it. Okay, so you keep you roll it. Yeah. Yeah. Know, so in, they're, they're double covered. Yeah, and uh, safely covers you for $10,000 in home contents, a million dollars in bodily injury and home structure. Uh, but they have different policy options that you can pick from. They're pre- it's pretty basic. There's only a few that you can pick from. Um, but it, it's really good coverage. They're really good on paying. And the best part about it is they don't they don't want to talk to the guest. They don't go back to the guest. Um, and they don't use the review system against you. So you can safely, haha, <laughs> you like that pun, you can safely go file a damage claim against a guest get reimbursed for it and not have to worry about the guests knowing about it or leaving you a bad review. Oh, interesting. Well, I'll tell you what, um, that should do it for this episode, but I do want to say that we are going to actually uh, have an entire episode about Just Safely. Um, Lucas believes in it. Lucas uses it. Um, it's it's good for uh, certain types of rentals and not for others, for instance. So we want to talk about that in, in depth in another episode. For today, uh, we will do part two of this episode um, coming up, and we're going to talk about how a damage claim that's quite massive actually played out for Lucas here. Uh, So stay tuned. In the meantime, be the best host you can be and get that money. Get that money. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.